Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on this very first episode of the Journey Within podcast. I've been wanting to do this podcast for quite some time, and today is November 1st, 2023. It is my 41st birthday, and this is the birthday present that I am giving to myself. This is the kick in the pants that I needed to get this thing started, to put it out there as imperfect and unscripted as it's going to be. And I couldn't be more thrilled because this idea has been bouncing around in my head for quite some time. About three weeks ago, I started a weekly newsletter on LinkedIn by the same name. It's called The Journey Inward, a newsletter for men. And this is The Journey Inward, a podcast for men. And this is a podcast for guys like me who are ready to begin an exploration of their inner landscape. And rather than discuss what's going on in the world at large, we're going to focus on what's going on in your world, which is the world of emotions and feelings and needs and values and goals and desires, right? The things that as men, we don't usually talk about. And as you're going to discover in the upcoming episodes, your experience of the people and the world around you is actually a reflection of what's going on inside of you. And so my goal with this podcast is simply to bring forward new concepts and ideas that will help you to explore to understand and to cultivate a more peaceful and balanced inner state and to achieve greater success and satisfaction in your life. My name is James Traub, and if we haven't had a chance to meet before, I am an emotional intelligence and life satisfaction coach. I live here in North Carolina, and this sort of coaching is really chapter two in my professional life, and I think that that's what I want to talk about here in this very first episode is to give you a little bit of the, the why. Why do this podcast? What is it all about? What will you learn if you listen to the episodes to come? And what are the types of conversations that I'm going to bring to this podcast? And why is all of this stuff important? And to answer that, it really, you know, it goes back to kind of this chapter one, chapter two. I spent 15 years doing the whole professional gig right? Working jobs, moving up, taking on management responsibility, getting raises, getting promotions, moving around the country, doing all the things, looking at my life as though it was going to be one big, long upward arc of professional advancement. And I could see myself doing very well and having great experiences and making lots of money and being able to afford all sorts of nice things. And one of the ironies in my story is that I did all of my work working within the health and wellness industry. My background is in chemistry, and I worked doing quality control, quality assurance for herbal medicine and dietary supplement companies. And so, you know, my professional job has been to ensure the quality of products that make people healthier and help them to achieve a greater level of health and well-being. And despite working in that industry, I found that the way that I was professionally and the way that I prioritized and treated my professional responsibilities ended up making me sick. I went through a period of having anxiety and occasional panic attacks over 13 years, and that continued to get worse and worse to the point that I was having panic attacks at work and ducking out on meetings and got so bad after I got laid off in 2021 that I had trouble even talking on the phone to colleagues and I couldn't even envision going back into a similar line of work. And additionally, for the last seven of those years, not only was I anxious and dealing with panic attacks, but I was also dealing with chronic digestive issues, 
which I didn't know were SIBO until much later. And as life tends to do, when you don't listen to the message, when it comes through subtly, it gets louder and it gets more intense. And everything came crumbling down for me when I got laid off in 2021 because I found myself in a mental and emotional and physical state such that I could not go back to work. And really for the first time in my life, and especially as a guy, I couldn't tough it out. It felt like life was now starting to set some boundaries for me and that I had no option but to obey. I could not pick myself back up. I could not force myself back into the game. I couldn't hide from the crippling stress, the debilitating stress that was consuming me and had been consuming me. And I'll spare you, you know, all of the details here, but suffice it to say that after a long period of doing some counseling, which was emotion-focused therapy, and got me reconnected with my ability to feel, because I had no idea how much I had suppressed my emotions, even though these sorts of things came up frequently in discussions with employees and my 360 evaluation about how I couldn't connect emotionally with people. It was just a huge blind spot for me. And it wasn't until going through this therapy and starting to feel and having tears come out and feeling guilt and remorse and just heavy emotions that were very foreign and unfamiliar to me did I feel like I was actually coming back to myself. And one of these big decisions that, again, kind of felt like it got made for me was that I, I was at a point in my life where there was going to be a big transition. There was going to be a hard left turn. And that was away from doing my jobs and achieving the success and then trying to be the type of person that I wanted to be, to be the, the chill, cool dude that grew up in Hawaii that always listens to reggae music and loves dinner parties. Like trying to be that guy in my life, you know, in the nights and the weekends when I wasn't the, the stressed out, micromanaging, demanding, cold, in, you know, difficult to work with corporate boss. And it wasn't that I wanted to be that way at work. It was that I was increasingly finding myself that way at work. And it started to bleed over in the edges. And even in the nights and the weekends and on vacation, I wasn't able to be the chill guy that I wanted to be. And so I ended up making a decision, which was to focus on being the way that I wanted to be and somehow find a way to turn that into a job rather than doing the job and hoping with the leftover time and energy that I could be the great guy that I wanted to be. And that decision has pushed me in a direction that for the last two years has been very, very uncomfortable. And when people ask me how things are going, especially people who haven't talked to me a whole lot since I left my professional job, I don't necessarily know how to answer that question well. So what I've been saying recently is like, look, the last two years have been tremendously challenging, right? My whole sense of self got shattered. The career and the professional trajectory that I thought I was on, I realized I didn't want. It was 15 years of effort and relationship building in one direction that feels like it has been set aside to now move in a different direction. And I've had to reconcile who I am if I am not a quality assurance professional working in the natural products industry. What does that mean for what I've done with all of my time and energy? What does that mean for who I am right now and what I should be doing and what does that mean for where I'm going in life? All of that has been thrown up into the air and it's still unclear where all of that will land. And so this has been tremendously uncomfortable. It's been uncomfortable because it makes me insecure when I talk to my old colleagues 
who are continuing to make money and get promotions and take on new opportunities. And what do I have to say for myself other than I've been shifting gears and it's been making a lot of grinding noises for the last two years. It's been tremendously uncomfortable because of what it's done in my relationship with my wife, where she is now the one who's put into the position of holding and bearing all of the masculine energy of being structured and having the stress of earning the money for the family and me being the one that's helping with the kids and trying to organize a lot of the household duties. Like so many aspects of my life have been turned upside down by this transition. And so it's been tremendously uncomfortable. It's been a lot of suffering, but by the same token, it has also been a lot of growth. And I know that this is growth that is good for me. I know that this is growth that is past due. I know that this is growth that's taking me forward into a direction where I can lean even more into my gifts and do work that is even more impactful and creates even more joy and happiness in my life. And I think these two things often come in concert with one another, right? I oftentimes think back to adolescence and the whole process of going through adolescence. It's it's not a period of life that any of us would want to go through and live again. And yet, once we get some distance from it, we are quite happy that it happened. We don't want to be children forever. We want to step into an adult role and be able to have adult responsibilities and deal with adult things and have adult relationships. And so when we're not in the midst of some sort of massive initiation in life, we can look at it and say, well, yeah, it's something that you need to go through. Is it difficult? Heck yes, it's difficult. Do you wish it could happen you know, quickly and easily? Absolutely. Does it usually happen that way? Absolutely not. Right? It's almost always more painful and takes longer than you want it to. And so one of my reasons for doing this podcast is because on my journey, I have, I have found, I have started to learn that life goes through chapters. And there's a lot of big lies that we are brought up to believe. And there's a lot of big lies that I was brought up to leave, not, not because anyone was malicious and tried to put these ideas in my mind, but it's what I took from kind of the cultural narrative. It's what I took from watching my parents and the people around me. And one of the big lies that I have had to reconcile is that once you get through all of your schooling and you start working on your career and you start being successful and you consider yourself to be, quote unquote, above average, that you're going to continue to ride out that trajectory. That once you get enough money to be fully insured and to do the savings and to open the 529s and do the vacations and all the things and own your house and think about having a second house, that things are going to continue in that direction for several decades until at some point you hit retirement. And we know that retirement's a big transition for many people, but when you're in your late 20s and your 30s and even your 40s, it feels so far away that you don't really spend a whole lot lot of time thinking about it. But the truth is that life continually pulls the rug out from underneath you. And we spend so much of our time and energy trying to avoid that. We want to exert control. We want life to be predictable. And when life does tug on the carpet a little bit, it's very unsettling because it can even feel like a little bit of a failure or a miss, like, how did I not plan for this? But the reality of the situation and the shit that we just don't talk about often enough is that things happen, right? As you get on in the years, you see that people's kids get sick and die. You see that people's parents end up passing away sooner than you'd like them to. You see that relationships that you thought were permanent end up coming to an end. You see your friends' relationships 
come to an end. You realize that the job that you thought you wanted to do, maybe even the career that you wanted to do, isn't what you wanted to do. That where you're living isn't where you want to live, or you have a health scare, or someone in your family has a health scare. There are so many things that happen that end up pulling that rug out from underneath you and causing life to feel unstable and unsteady. And it's in these moments that it starts to bring us to our knees when we take on the responsibility of work and the responsibility of being in a committed partnership or a marriage, when we take on the responsibility of caring for children and raising a family, and we take on responsibility for caring for parents and being there for them and for siblings, right? Our resiliency oftentimes goes down and we don't necessarily know it until life deals us a blow and then suddenly we can't absorb it anymore and we find out that we are just on the floor and it's difficult to stand up again. And I've also come to learn that many of these things that happen are actually unrelated to external events. Everything that I just talked about could be life happening to you, but there are also inner events. And I'll get into it in a later podcast, but one of the most influential books that I've read in the last two years is about the masculine archetypes of king, warrior, magician, and lover, and recognizing that as a man, there are four chapters of life that we go through. We start in this warrior energy, we move into this magician energy, and then somewhere in midlife, you know, late 30s to early 50s, we go through another transition into our lover energy, which is really men moving into a phase of feeling things very deeply. And lo and behold, for many people, myself included, this is brand new. Right? This is stuff that no one worked with us on when we were kids. It's things that we don't really have role models for. It's things that our friends and colleagues aren't talking about. And yet it's absolutely happening. And we're feeling things heavier and heavier. And most guys are hiding this stuff in the back end, feeling rotten about work or feeling rotten about how they are as a dad or feeling rotten about how they are as a husband. Right? Or we've got unhealthy coping behaviors and habits that we kind of hide in the background that are just barely keeping us afloat. And this is a big part of the conversation that needs to be brought forward because we don't talk about these things because so often there's a sense of shame associated with it or there's a sense of that that F word that's associated with it, which is failure, right? Which men just absolutely can't handle. We can't consider ourselves to be a failure. We can't fail. We'll do anything to not fail. And so we don't talk about these things. And so we never have a conversation where someone says, look, dude, you know, shit's going to get turned upside down right in midlife. And guess what? It's not a failure on your part. This is what happens, right? This is like adolescence 2.0. And guess what? It's not the last one. You're going to go through another one. You're going to have an adolescence 3.0. And so this sort of sets the context for my newsletter. It sets the context for the coaching that I do and the workshops that I do. And the reason for this podcast, which is that we need to talk about these things. Because if we don't talk about these things, then you may end up doing what I ended up doing, which is spending your whole life trying to control circumstances, to insulate yourself from misfortune so that you don't have to deal with these big upsets. And the reality is that life is going to deal them out. Part of life is growing. Part of life is maturing. And it's these challenging situations that help you to grow and help you to mature. And so what's actually important is not avoiding these misfortunes. It's learning how to deal with these misfortunes. It's learning to accept the fact that misfortunes are going to happen. And then starting to develop the tools and the skills to be able to approach those with a sense of curiosity and wonder about how this is going to change you for the better. 
about what you're going to learn that's going to be beneficial and how going through some of these circumstances is going to show you what you're capable of and unlock some special gifts that are going to allow you to be more impactful as a partner, as a parent, as a child, as a colleague, as a friend. And to see that, you know, these situations, as uncomfortable as they are, are really the essence of life. And that whether life feels like it's moving in an upward or a downward trajectory has a lot to do with your ability to kind of surf these waves, to be able to navigate these periods with a sense of grace and to not self-implode and to not explode out onto other people. So... With all of that being said, it feels so very timely for me because with today being my 41st birthday, you know, I can see that this is the next 10 years of my life. I spent so long studying the books, doing the chemistry, working in the labs, really focusing on where I was going in the external world. And now I've switched tracks and it's an opportunity to continue to go inward to better understand especially emotions and the role that emotions and thoughts and beliefs and values and needs play in our sense of satisfaction and how we bring all of those things forward into our relationships, which determines our personal and our professional success. And so the conversations that I'm going to have with friends and colleagues are really all in this line of thinking and reasoning and exploration. It's going to be about bringing forward conversations that help you to see that you are not alone in what you're thinking, to see that you're not alone in what you're feeling, and to see that there's actually some structure to what it is that you're going through, even if it's difficult. And then to start to see that these can actually be opportunities for growth and to talk about many of the skills and the habits and the behaviors that myself and other people have found that allow us to approach these periods with a sense of optimism, with a sense of grace, with a sense of ease, which is not to say, now don't get me wrong here, that these things are easier, right? But if you're going to navigate through a rough storm, all the better if you've got good tools for helping to make sure that you get to the other side so that you're not just scared the entire way going through. So with that, I will bring this to a close. If you stuck through to the end of this with me, thank you so much. I am really looking forward to having some meaningful conversations here and sharing much of what I've learned and much of what my friends and colleagues have to share with you on this podcast. So be well until next time and take care.